Okay, Baruch Hashem, we begin another day. We begin, we begin another opportunity. I already like the, uh, in Chavit Chaim, a daily companion, as we, as we remind ourselves of the importance of <coughs> speech and perspective. Uh, the uh, day 13, page 26, I already like the title, which is uh, Do Not Follow the Crowd. Right? I think someone sent a quote recently. I think it was Yitzhi Grunwald who said, <coughs> I don't know the exact quote, but uh, um, why are you following the crowd when they're all lost? You know, <coughs> the shot is, of course, the point is not to be rebellious for this for the sake of not following the crowd. <coughs> but we know that the uh, normal thought process of a person is to be negative, is to be judgmental. Oh, I knew I felt something, uh, something different. Right? The normal, the normal, typical person and the world, as, we, as we've spoken, as we speak, is, you know, you get up in the morning and you, you know, you ask, did you get up on the right side of the bed or the wrong side of the bed? Bad day. As Reb Simcha Rabbah said, you don't have a good day. You create a good day. The, the avoda of, of each and every one of us, especially during Elul, especially during this time, <clears throat> the avoda is to try, it's probably one of the biggest things a person can do for himself, for din, to do tshuva. Oh, there you are, Rav Simcha Rabbah. To do tshuva is... Uh, yeah, Rav Simcha Rabbah. Okay. Yeah. Right, the greatest thing that a person can do during this period of time. Right? Everybody, the, the theme of the next two months is tshuva, tshuva, tshuva. So, so a person uh, associates tshuva, which, which makes sense with, with uh, all about himself and make sure that he, that he has a great year, which is, of course, that, that's, uh, that's what we're hoping for, that's what we're praying for. But as all the Svarim tell us, and it's logical as well, if you judge people for good and you spend the next month and two months and your whole avoda is not to speak Lashon Hara, to see the good in someone, to force yourself to, 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 to literally, if that's something you can bend to do, bend as much as you can not to speak Lashon Hara, to see the good, to be, to, to, to be a, a Sanegar, to be a defendant for the Jewish people, not to want to hear anything negative if you see something that, that, that seems, and we, and, and we all see things that appear to be, why is this person doing this and why is this person doing that? And your whole avoda is to judge favorably and to judge for good and to see the good and to find the good and like we've said many times to find the good means you can't see it otherwise why would you have to find it finding means that it's not right in front of you so you have to find it search for it so when you're standing in Yom Adin whatever it is that you've done whatever it is that you have it's the greatest it's the greatest right we just learned last night in Mesil Sisharim and Chesidus where he says, he says, Pasha, he says, if, 
that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is modeid mida keneged mida. Hashem judges a person mida keneged mida, which is the way Hashem tzilcha, the way you act, he says it straight out. If you do chesed with other people, the din, the din is, it's not a rachamim, the din is, straight out, straight out. So a guy wants to have a longer shman esrei. It's beautiful. A guy wants to go ahead and he wants to, right, clap al chayt, I'm such a bad person, I'm such a bad person, I'm such a bad person. Gavalde, great, great, great. But if you're judgmental on another person, so then you're in bigger trouble. You're in bigger trouble. That's what he says straight out. Lemina, you say, Avon, Lemisha, Ayral Pesha. Unbelievable. That's why we start with Chavetz Chaim. We start off because that's the, the, the Yisod of Chavetz Chaim. It, it fits very good. Mia Isha, Chavetz Chaim. Who wants life? Right, that's what we're going to be saying. Who wants life? You want life? The way to get life is, is not speaking Lashon Hara and seeing the good. And it starts at home. That's the hardest thing, to see good in your father and your mother and your spouse in your siblings and your children, to see good in the pe- people closest to you. That's the biggest avodas, to see the, and, and to see the, the, the good in the people who are not like you, who are not like you, who are different and you, right, it's very easy to see the good in someone who you love and someone who, who agrees with you on everything, right? Someone who agrees with you, right? So that's, uh, it's very easy to, to love that person and see the good. It's when somebody disagrees with you. It's when someone who, who, who it's, it's not easy for you. That's the avodah. Okay. Question, comments before I start the halacha here? Mayor. Uh. I think also part of it is needing to see the good in yourself because how you see others is a reflection of how you see yourself inside. So if you see yourself negatively, those negative points are going to be highlighted in other people. Beautiful. So once you can see yourself. Beautiful. Go ahead. Yeah. Since, uh, yeah, yeah. No, since, since uh, I'll just uh, say it. I, 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 I saw from the... Rab, I'm, I'm that, yeah. that it says that you have to know before you have to give a din and 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 cheshben. So it says, uh, how come it says din and cheshben? Really, there's the first cheshben yeah, of what you did, and then we, we make a din on you. Right. So it says it's because you make a din on someone else, you make a judgment on someone else based off that. We're gonna have to cheshben. Wow! 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 Beautiful! Beautiful! Okay, so says the Chavetz Chaim, the Torah tells us that a minimum of two witnesses is needed for testimony in Bezdin. We know that. If only one person came to Bezdin to testify, Eid Echad, the Bezdin would not be allowed to accept his testimony. In that case, it would be considered Lashon Hara. He says, in addition, the witness would transgress the prohibition of Lo Yakum Eid Echad Avon. Unbelievable. So a person... Um, that's a, a din in, in, uh, in, in Halacha and Bezdin. Chavetz Chaim lists yet another prohibition, which we can explain as follows. When a person's life on this world ends, the average person will come before the heavenly court and justify all the Lashon Hara he spoke with one simple claim. He was a victim of circumstance. 
he will say that he had no real interest in Lashon Hara, but all around him, people were speaking Lashon Hara. So he really had no choice. In effect, he will say that society made him do it. The Chavetz Chaim warns us, while we still can do something about it, that this is no defense. In fact, this claim is actually a further indictment. Why? Because places that are conducive to speaking Lashon Hara are off limits to a God-fearing Jew. Mamash, what, what we said yesterday. As the Torah states, Lo achrei rabim Do not associate with the majority for evil. Unbelievable. So Adarabah. So, so, so you're going to claim, oh, the reason I'm speaking Lashon Hara is because whatever, peer pressure, right? As we'll learn in the Silsi Sharm, it's one of the reasons people don't grow is because of peer pressure. I'm afraid of what people are going to think. So by Lashon Hara, it's the same thing. They say, Chacham, what, what, what were you doing hanging out there? Why were you hanging out there? That was the problem. The reason you were there, right, is, is, is the question. That's the question. Why, what were you doing there? Chavetz Chaim teaches us a valuable lesson here which applies to all aspects of life. People tend to gravitate to places which define their own station in life. They choose where they live, where they daven, who their friends are, and what is important to them. Occasionally, says the Chavetz Chaim, a person is in a chanami. He's a victim of circumstance. But for the most part, the place he makes for himself in this world bears his own unique signature. Unbelievable. Chavetz Chaim advises us, make it a good place. Unbelievable. Very powerful. <laughs> yeah, you were in yeshiva. That's, uh, that's, that's the importance of a person being in yeshiva. That's the importance of, of a person having good roommates. That's the importance of having good friends. It's the importance of hanging around uh, people and, and, and like we said yesterday, if you see that the people who you're hanging around with, if you see your peer group, and it's hard to say this, even if it's chas shalom, your family, and you can't go to your family because all they do at the table is they speak Lashon Hara. Like we said yesterday, right? It's literally beating, taking a bat. If you live in, an, in, if, if you live in, a, in a home, chas shalom, or you had to visit your home, and every time you're there, someone took a bat and, and smashed someone over the head. So you would ask someone a Shiloh, do I have to go there? You know, do I have to be around? And they'd say, of course not. Of course not. You can't be there. It's dangerous for you. It's a, it's a dangerous place. Question and comments, and then we'll uh, continue in the Silas Yasharim. Question and comments? Yes? function by a simple sequence and function. Input equals output, right? But what the background is, what the background is leads to the final result. Humans are the only ones that aren't like that. We have input goes to ordeal, like challenge, which leads to output. Well, uh, could, you, could you explain again? What, what, do you, what do you mean input equals output? The circumstance leads to the final result. Humans are the only thing that's different because our circumstance leads to the challenge, which leads to the final result. We have some point of free will in there where we have. Oh, a meaning like input, output, like like circumstance, and then reaction. You mean? Yeah. We're reactive so to action, and maybe reaction. Reaction. So it's 
so humans are the only ones that in that input-output area, we have this area in between uh, input ordeal, like challenge, where you have this point of free will, where then it's your choice. It's not, you're not a victim of circumstance. You had some sort of free will as it approached the challenge. So you can't blame your problems on your situation. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Beautiful. Go ahead. Go ahead. Say more. Huh? Say more. He so explains to Rabbi Tzvi more. He's saying, he's saying every other, every other <clears throat> being besides a human doesn't have this space in between what happens to them and how they react. A, 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 a dog, uh, an animal, something happens to them, they react. They don't have that moment that they can make a decision whether they want to bark, right? Because people bark too, or whether you want to bite, or whether you want to bite your lip instead. Is that what you're saying, Benio? Yeah? Yeah. So, so correct. So, so he's saying that, that a victim is, is to be an Adam is the opposite of being a victim. To be an Adam is a shot that no matter what happens to you, no matter what someone does to you, no matter what the circumstance is, you have Bechira to make a decision of how you want to react. Right? If anyone knows the first habit of highly effective people, right? What's the first habit? It's to be able to respond. They say that's the shot to be, to be, uh, to be responsible. Responsible is able, response, able. You are able to respond. You have the ability to respond the way you want to respond. You have a choice to get angry. You have a choice to, to not get angry. You have a choice to judge positively. You have a choice not to judge positively. Right? Every person, you have a choice to say it. You have a choice not to say it. Okay, Rabbi Tzvi, you know, someone else want to add as we wrap it up? Some Rabbi Erbla. Yeah. Just on the point that you said, I think one of the most important things when we're growing is about our surroundings. I think 90% of guys from Yeshiva that fall off the Yeshiva wagon is because they go back home and the peer pressure of the friends we, like we said, we care about people that don't care, which is sad. And uh, you have to surround yourself with good people. And I, I was, when Debbie was saying that, I was not just thinking about Menachem Dubin. Mm. How Menachem, uh, <laughs> Menachem had a, a choice to make, and he decided to hire the behind. So for now, he gets a Beautiful. <laughs> One hundred percent true. I would like right. to hear what what Ackerman has to, Rabbi Ackerman Ackerman Ackerman. has to say about that. <laughs> Wait for the news. Right, exactly. Yeah. I just when you were saying this thing, it was so awesome. It's so that everybody reads it sometime, right. and, and really like it, it's like raises an awareness because like yeah, my excuse was like I was around bad people. He's like. He really like minds right, right. with like the other right, right. and it's like, well, right. why do you choose to be with those people? Right, right. So when I heard it, it sounds like it's like secondary. Number one is like what I do. Number two is who I choose to be around. But there's a I don't know the name of the guy, but they basically did research about this, and they took two groups of people, and one group um, changed a habit, and another group did not change a habit. They changed an environment, and the people that changed environment 
were more successful wow. than the people that changed the habit. And wow. they proved with this research wow. that your environment is going to affect you more wow. than your plan. So wow. it's not like a secondary thing, like, okay, let's look at choose, but like, and then have to, it's like, number one, choose your environment, because that's what's going to affect you more. Wow. So, yeah. Wow, wow. You know, Amazing. Shkarech of Simcharaba. Amazing. Beautiful. Amazing. Wow. Beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful. Okay, Hashem should help each and every one of us, which I can say that uh, I'm proud, I'm very proud uh, and, and blessed. I feel very blessed that, that uh, this is a signature of the Sishiva, learning the Hilchas Chavetz Chaim and talking about uh, these things and talking about uh, not speaking bad and, and seeing the good and, and how, how that's not a luxury. It's not a luxury to be someone, when I walked in, right, Shem should give you a Nechama, Rabbi Erblich, uh, but one of the, 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 the most uh, beautiful things when I, when I came to your house, uh, you know, uh, for, for, it should be for Simchas, you know, and to see this, like, massive picture of the Chavetz Chaim on the wall, you know, it's, uh, you know, to live, to live, and the first line Rabbi Erblich says, it's, hard to, it's hard, to, hard to say anything negative when, when the Chavetz Chaim's looking at you. You know, uh, to, the, the fact that Baruch Hashem, we can, we can uh, talk, talk like this and, and, and talk about how we can be more sensitive. And, and, and I can't, I can't, I can't, um, What's the word? I, I, I can't stress this enough to all of you who, who uh, are going to get married in Mir Hashem and those who are, who are newlyweds and, and, and how important it is to create in your home. How, how important it is because we talk about environment. So you want to blame your parents that your parents speak Lush and Hara. Okay, Seder, you grew up in a certain way. If your mother, your father, your family speaks Lush and Hara, so they're in a Hanami. You, you didn't have Bechira if you grew up till a certain age. But once you get married, and once you're building your home, to, to, to make sure that, that, that your home is a home where, where you learn the halachot. It's not, it's, not, it's not so much about not speaking the Lashon Hara. It's not about so much about not speaking the Lashon Hara. That, that, of course, you need siyat deshmaya for that. But if you learn, and I could suggest this to everybody, to, to, to learn the Hilchus Lashon Hara at your table, to learn in, in uh, we have to be machazik for this year again, in the dining room to learn the Hilchus Lashon Hara, to learn, to say, uh, to say because Lashon Hara is something that, that whenever you're sitting around with somebody in the base Medrash, it's not as, as prevalent. It still could be Chas Hashom. But when a person's in his dorm room, when a person's in the dining room, when a person's at home, that's when, it, that's when it's uh, very, very... Right, we were just talking last night. I'll say, is, who was who there with me? Uh, Yehuda was there. Right? We were just talking with Shaya. I was, I was eating some of, uh, some of the supper. I was here a little bit later uh, doing stuff. And, uh, and I walked out. So, I, you know, I'm a Baltaiva. I didn't want to wait till I got home to eat supper. So there was some supper there. So I, uh, so I was grabbing some, some of the supper. And the noodles were delicious. And they were spicy. They were, very, they were spicy. And I was commenting. And then I started. We, we got into a conversation whether I'm allowed to say, whether they're spicy, it's too spicy, it's spicy, whatever it is, whether, not important what the, it's important to know the halacha. They knew that I wasn't putting down the noodles and I wasn't, but the point is just to have a conversation not to put down the noodles and not to put down the, the, the caterer. And this is all of us together. Just that awareness is for one reason and one reason only. Not because I'm a good guy. 
It's because, it's because we try and do this. And, and, and I try and incorporate that. So Mamela gives an awareness. Once you have an awareness, then you can't just say the noodles, right? You go to a pizza shop. Oh, how's the pizza? You can't just say, I don't like the pizza. You, you're not allowed to say that. You can't just say whatever comes to your, to, your, to your head. You can't just do that. And just to be aware, just to be aware of, of, of that is, is the most powerful thing in the world. To be aware of what comes out of your mouth. To be aware of how you talk, what you say, what you look at is... is, is, is uh, Right? What's the, that, that, you know, if, if a plant, if, if, if in a, pl- a plant, if you talk down to a plant, it's going to grow crooked. The rice. Right? The rice uh, video that Shia Lex here put on. The plant, the studies about a plant, that if you talk down to a plant, it grows crooked and, and messed up. As opposed to if you, you talk nicely to a plant, uh, and you talk to your wife, you talk to your children a certain way that they're not going to grow crooked. People wonder why there are children there. Uh, it's all how you talk to, to, to people. It's unbelievable. Yeah, right, correct. He's quoting a Chazal, a Pasuk. Yeah, that you're like, literally a person, a uh, person's uh, like, a, like a tree. Like you're planting the... Uh... Okay, beautiful. Hashem should help each and every one of us, especially during Elul, especially during this time that, that we all need Rachamim. Everybody needs Rachmim. And uh, as much as we can try and f- focus on the good and focus on the positive, through that Hashem will, Mida Kenegad Mida, will only see the good in us and Kalal Yisrael. Okay, let's begin or continue in the um, Hakdama where we said yesterday the To'elas Yotzim and Achazara Right? The, the Ramchal is, is, is reminding us that. That I did not write my Sefer, he says, to teach you anything that you don't know, but rather to remind you of those things that you already know. As we spoke, to, to have a good relationship with somebody, which is all, which is our avoda during this time, Anila Dodi Vidodi Li, is about a relationship with Hashem. What's my relationship? A relationship is constant, constant reminders. A relationship is is uh, saying thank you uh, constantly, is being aware of, of the blessings that you have. That's how you build a good relationship, where you're makir tov, where you recognize the good that Hashem does. You're, you recognize the simple things in life that we can take for granted. And he says, Naturally, naturally a person forgets what his life is about. Naturally, a person forgets what his purpose is about. Naturally. It's a natural thing for a person to just go ahead and drift, right? Especially in, in, in our generation of ADD, where we all drift off. We're all distracted. It's a generation of distractions. That is the purpose, the entire purpose of the Eight Sahara, is to distract you. Distract you from focus. Distract you from Right? That's why one of my favorite lines is, is the main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing. Why is that so important? Because, because the Yetzirah wants you not to keep the main thing the main thing. He wants you to be distracted from everything else but the main thing. He wants you to keep totally distracted from everything. He says, What is my obligation? 
Why am I put in this world? What's my purpose? Why am I in yeshiva? Why am I learning Torah? Why am I davening? Why am I learning? Why am I working on myself? Why did I get married? What's the, what do I want in my, in my marriage? What do I want, what do I want in, in, in this relationship? What do I want with everything? The more a person redefines constantly, and you can't overdo it. You can't overdo to say, what's my purpose? What's my why? The more you, 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 you chazer over, why? What do I want out of this? The more you get tuned in to, to, to reality of who you are. He says, He says, Most smart people. Most smart people, they spend their avoda. Unbelievable. Rov is boninam. Everybody, right? Most people who are bright, right? Someone's bright, they're smart, so they're going to put their, their energy and their focus in things according to your desire of your brain, your brain power, right? Everyone, there's, there's something called IQ, and there's something called EQ. IQ is, 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 is intellectual intelligence, right? An IQ test. And then there's something called emotional intelligence. Most people focus, right? Yeah, right? right? Most people focus on, ah, oh, this guy, he's smart. Right? Who's Matzliach in school? Who are the kids who are, who are the guys in school when you go to elementary school and high school? Who are the guys who are the guys? The guys who have a good IQ. They're smart. He's a smart guy. He's a smart guy. As far as... Test. What? It's a marshmallow test. What's that? They did this study. Yeah. A bunch of kids, little kids in separate classrooms. Right. And they would walk in, and they would give each kid a marshmallow. Right. And they would say, you could either eat this marshmallow now, but if you wait five minutes, right, you'll get another one. Okay. And that is the, that was the test. Of those that waited. Those that waited. Some people, I ate the they, marshmallow. Wow. <laughs> and some kids, they waited until they got... Tons and tons of marshmallows, while some kids, they just couldn't wait. Right, right. And, and they, they continued that test, and they watched those kids when they got older, and, and the kids that waited were the ones that were, ended up being successful. Wow, wow, unbelievable. Yeah. 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 Amazing, it's true. Yeah. So that, yeah. Oh, thank Bill you. Bill Gates, that he says, I thought when I was in school that the successful people would be the IQ guys. Right. But it wasn't, it was the EQ guys, right. those that knew how to put smart people together and deal with them like the owner of Alibaba that we all know. Right, right, it's true. So in school, what, are, what, 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 what do they teach a person in school? What, what is the, the roiv ha'olam? What, what, what does the world say? Okay, a successful person is gonna be a guy who got 100 on his test, 90. A guy who's, but a guy, right, who's celebrated. That's who, that's who everybody celebrates. They celebrate the guy who, who, oh, this guy knows how to learn well. This guy knows how to, how to you know, do well in his test. But a guy who's a nice person, a guy who gets along, okay, okay, good. We'll give him the, uh, you know, the, the prize for the nice guy. It says, listen to what the Ramchal says. It's a Mesilzi It says, People who are going to go into to be, to be scientists. Some are going to go into astronomy, psychology, other people into business. Right? This is unbelievable how he puts it all together. I'll, I can't wait to understand this one day. To, the, 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 the Baruch Hashem, we have the Ramchal to do this. And then he's, 
Someone can tell me a, a pshat in this that he he puts it. He literally puts he puts them in the same category. He doesn't even say lahavdal. Says you have people who go to work, you have people who go into college, you have, and then you have others who get professions as as limanat Torah kedusha. Okay, he says limanat Torah kedusha. Mehem halachas. Some people love halacha, right? Mehem midrashim. Others in midrashim. Mehem bepiske adinim. So he's saying he's sort of like giving us a you know a you know a collective understanding of the Jewish people. You're going to have the workers and you're going to have the learners. But he puts them all in the same category. Achma'atim. Talk about don't go with the flow. How many people? How many people? How many people are working on the on the Ahavas Hashem? On relationships with Hashem. Those guys, okay, those are the guys who come to Mesil's Yisharim and learn Musr till a little bit later. Everybody else, right? Everybody else. You, got, you don't need Masil Sisharim anymore. He's saying that from, from the whole category. Just. Yeah, he's putting it all in one category. Then you grow out of Musr, right? L'chayra. It's not true. It's not true. Then you grow out of it. Talking about the things that we're talking about is because we need to talk about these things. We're a little bit weaker. But it's new. It's late. Seder, Seder, you gotta, you got to start Seder... Okay, we gotta start Seder earlier. That could be. I'm saying this is a this isn't a luxury. This is this is a necessity. This is this is primary to talk about these things, to talk about lashon hara, to talk about why I'm insecure, to talk about my anxieties, to talk about how come I can't connect to Hashem. What's my relationship with Hashem? What's my yira? What's my bein adam lechaveru? That's what he says. And he says, not because it's not important, he says. Not because it's not the most important. If you ask anybody, say, yeah, of course, the reason why I'm learning Torah is why? Because I want to connect to Hashem. Right? That everyone knows this. How unbelievable is it, Yehuda? Right? You read the, I read these words. I'm telling you, I, I've read these words many, many times, many, many times. Every time I read it, it's like, it's like for the first. It's, it's not even for the first time. It's like literally, oh, it's uh, it's refreshing. It's too obvious. You're going to see a guy who's sitting there who's going to say, Well, you're still holding by, Where are you holding? You're still asking yourself what your purpose You mean you haven't figured out your purpose in the world yet? I mean, you haven't figured that out yet? You haven't figured out what it's all about? Right? Who, who's, who is uh, someone we were talking to? Uh, someone was saying about... Uh, their marriage, you know, I still, we were talking, we had a, a chaburo with the married guys talking about relationships. So someone in the chaburo just said naturally, like, oh, I still haven't figured out, you know, how to communicate best with my wife. And I said, I still haven't either figured out the best to communicate with my wife. What does that mean? Is that, I want to I I communicate better. I want to be a better husband. I want to be a better father. I want to be a better, every day you got you to gotta be, be like that. Every day I want to be a better whatever it is. And how do you do that? You do that by, by, by spending time, as he's going to say. 
by spending time and, 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 and investing in, in the most important things in your life. The most important things in your life. Question, comments, please. I know everybody has. Yeah, Kiva. Um, yeah, it, it's, the way I understand it is, it's, it's like we imagine when we're, when we're young, the wrong sort of the conveyor belt. You go to school, you, you go to Yeshiva, you get married, and you know, things just sort of flow. You put yourself into the scares, into the framework, right. and that's what happens. Correct. Actually, if you don't have the why, if you don't have the, the direction, Correct. You know, there isn't a conveyor belt. It's, it's an imagination. Correct. You, and you fall off. And, that's, and the Correct. Puts you puts you back on in the direction. Correct. Correct. Beautiful. Shkoa Chakiba. Yeah. Good. Some Kharaba, no? I know you have a lot to say. I'm I'm happy. It's like, it's like if the Ramchal didn't say it, so then we'd like get shut down. Like they'd right. like be like pick it, you know, they'd like pick at the yeshiva. Like how could you say like they, right, like, right? Oh, right. Like, learning is just like mad. Like, right. Oh, like, but um, but for me coming to the yeshiva to the you know I meant to thank the yeshiva the first missiles shram. So now I'm gonna thank the yeshiva. For me personally, hearing it from from you, it like the Ramchal's like it was like I didn't realize that people actually take it seriously. <laughs> like I also like I read it and I was like wow I want to like and like here in the yeshiva it's like a serious thing like we don't start first seder until like we do it and like it's just like I'm so happy that I got I found this place it's like such a yeah. powerful thing for me. Thank Amen, amen, amen. Are people trying to like, like stick it in? Like, like where can we like, like where can we like... Right, there's like, 15 minutes. Like, what do you mean? It's, it's, it's not, I don't think it's slush. I'm saying, right. that's not what I'm saying. I'm, I'm right. myself, I'm doing right. this mind. Right, 15 like, minutes. Where can I stick right. it? First I need to do tomorrow. Right. <clears throat> and then like maybe before I go to sleep when my wife is brushing her teeth, then right. like, I'll have like a five minute, like I'll open this little charm. So at least I can say when I come back to Shabbat right. and go right. down like this right. Right. Like, right. so upside down. Correct. Right. 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 That's not true, by the way. I'm, I'm just. I'm just. <laughs> 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 right. But it's true. 100. 100. 100. And I and and I think uh, again, I don't know what I don't know what happened back in the day, and it doesn't matter what happened back in the day. But I think even more nowadays, it's even more prevalent because things are moving so fast. And as Akiva was saying, the conveyor belt, and people just want to fit in, and they just want to be, be like, okay. People are very into being okay, and that I don't have problems for whatever reason, right? Uh, my, my, my relationship with my wife is okay, and my kids are okay, and my bank account's okay, and Hashem's okay. We just want everything just sort of to be like, okay, you know, and... and uh, and uh, that, that, and and to talk about all all the all the challenges that we have, and all the problems that we have, and all the insecurities and the difficulties in relating and connecting, that's something that that is like you know uh, there's something wrong with me, right? And there's nothing further from the truth. There's nothing further from the truth because that is what life is about. Life is about understanding yourself. Life is understanding how you can be a, a, a better person and how you could take your problems and realizing that, that you're always going to have problems. You're always going to have your challenges. 
You're always going to have things that are difficult for you. You're always going to be in a situation where, where things, and if it's not, if things are just smooth and everything's okay, then you've got to check yourself. You've got to ask yourself. You say, why is everything just, you know, uh, you know, smooth? Of course, not that we were loyally de Nisayan. We say we don't, we're not asking for Nisayanus. But the shot is, is that we wanna, you want to be pushing yourself then. You want to be challenging yourself more. You want to be challenging your status quo. Yes, Ben. Um, so Rabbi Kimetat says, real happiness, happiness is what you experience when you're doing what you should be doing. So it kind of breaks it down into three parts. You have pain slash challenge, then you have growth, and then you have happiness. So growth is when we're, we're on that right path. It's when we feel true happiness when we're growing. Correct. But growth only comes through pain and challenge. Right. So essentially, pain and challenges are the stepping stone to true happiness, if not even happiness themselves. Beautiful. Beautiful. Unbelievable. Right? And it's only, uh, when are you turning 18? We're gonna, we, can't, we can't ride the 17 for so long. How long? When are you turning 18? October. Uh, soon. Okay. You're only 17, man. We can still say it. It's only 17. Baruch Hashem. That's why you're so happy. That's why you smile so much, right? As, as Rav Shamshin Falher says, that's Simcha's Smicha. The letters Simcha and Smicha are the same thing. Smicha means what? Like Litzmach, to grow. And Simcha is the same thing. That's happiness, is growth. Yeah, Rabbi Rav Sometimes, is it possible to say that a person can have a day where he, his, his dharm work, he was knocking all day, learning, start first thing, right, second thing, right, and still, at the right. end of the day, he felt like, he didn't feel, he doesn't go, go to sleep feeling like, completely satisfied. Because if you don't have this, if you didn't have this type of, uh, um, working on himself, the things that we're learning in the Sils of Sharm, you feel, it, it's not, it, it's, you didn't do the ikr. Yeah. 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 Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I say I say a lot, especially when it comes to uh, you know davening on Rosh Hashanah and these times where he says uh, you had a good davening, you didn't have a good davening, you could concentrate. You had a good davening this morning, you didn't have a good davening. Mincha, right? We're always asking ourselves, judging ourselves. I had a right. Sometimes the best davenings. Right? When your imam is connected to Hashem and you're flowing and everything's great and it's easy to connect. Okay, but it's a matana from Hashem. But when your head is, is uh, elsewhere and you're trying to concentrate and you're trying to, to connect to Hashem and you're trying to just be able to say one word, word with kavana. Or like you're saying, if you're trying, right, yesterday where, where Rabbi Hollander was learning with, uh, with Sani. He's saying, mama, she's getting frustrated Sani was getting uh, frustrated, right? So, so as an outsider, when you see that, it's like, wow. You see someone who's frustrated in the Gemara. He's frustrated. It's like, ah, there's nothing, there's nothing greater than that. You're, yourself, personally, it's frustrating. It's very frustrating, right? You have every day, right? Every day is a different daf, a different thing. You say, oh, this was a good daf, right? It's a normal thing to say. Today was a good daf. Today was an easy daf. And I'm not, of course, but we all do that. It's a good daf. What does that mean, it's a good daf? A good daf means that it was, uh, it was, it was easy or smooth. I connected to it. And the, and the bad daf is a daf that I had no idea what was going on. It was a gemara that was very confusing. But maybe, maybe it's the exact opposite. Maybe the good daf is the daf where you're frustrated and you have no idea what's going on. And you're pushing through anyway. 
and you learn it anyway, and you, and you go through it anyway, the davening that's difficult, right? I always tell this to, to I always say this, the guy who, the guy who you know, uh, jumps out of bed and comes to davening, and he's, and he's rushed, and he's, and he's mebulbul, and he's, you know, he's frustrated with himself. Oh, I, I can't concentrate. You know what nachas ruach that is to Hashem? The nachas ruach to Hashem, when you say, I'm learning through a sugya anyway. I'm learning a gemara in Erevin. I have no idea what's going on, but I'm pushing through anyway. I'm pushing through my davening. I'm pushing through my learning. Erev, see, you wanted to say something I saw. Um, yeah, I wanted to say, I think I need a build this up more, but the marriages that are successful yes. are people that believed in each other and didn't marry for success. The problems start when couples that constantly come to me and they talk to me about the problems is, oh, but he's depressed, but he doesn't have money. And people think marriage is a hospital. I'm going to get married, I'm going to fix my problems, as I mentioned about myself, that I had this vision every morning of doesn't matter if I was dominating then or not or keeping anything, but I had a vision I'm going to get married, and every morning I'll be walking with my talus and fillin at 7 in the morning, which obviously didn't happen until it happened or it didn't. But, um, <laughs> and, and I think, yesterday I was talking to someone about the Dafyaimi, and he told me, I don't think I'm going to do it, but he came one time, and I said, the difference is that my goal and the Shear's goal is to finish Shas or finish Eruvin. So it doesn't matter if I'm in the mood or if I'm annoyed or I'm depressed or I have money. I said, if your goal is to do ADAF, so you could do it easier, you could do times. And if, if your goal is to be successful with your wife, so what if she's annoyed? But sh- the goal is to be successful. Beautiful. And I think, uh, Beautiful. Well said. A lot of Beautiful. 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 Yes. It's awesome. Aside from all the reasons that uh, also exist, is uh, like I'm not sure like where where I picked it up. You know, probably just from the natural way of life that you know you grow up and things change. But in my mind, like it's only like growth and improvement if there's like change going on. And then like and then I learn over here how he's saying that you just have to chazer and and how we have this year like every day, no matter what the Zman is, no matter how many years somebody might have been here. And it's like just coming and showing up and doing it day after day is really what's taking me, you know, like on. And, and I know even in in the Adaf, so like halfway through Shabbos and I start tripping like, because uh, every day I'm just doing like the Gemara and you know maybe I maybe I have to put in also Rashi and maybe like Tosfos and there's no way that I would still be in it if I didn't just focus on just doing that same thing every day and always going back to the basics and and, uh, and I remember hearing like a few times from people who go to, who are involved in like 12 step programs that they're like yeah like I gotta go to a meeting and if I don't go to the meeting I die you know and like those kind of lines like I never really <coughs> understood like what they were talking about but it's really true also with like this year because like if I'm not coming back to the basics every day, and if I go against, like Rebbe said yesterday, like, the, I'm not sure how to say it, but like, the name day, if I, said, if I said that right, but if you go against, 
like the steps of what the Ramchal is saying about how you have to go back, and then if I say that I don't need to go back because I did it, and he's saying once you do once, you have to do it again, so then you could end up being like what he's talking about, you know, you, that, that, that you're going deep into these crazy areas of like Torah even, but like at the same time, so you're going nowhere. And the, the, like the only way to go somewhere is by just focusing on where I'm at, which is pretty crazy how that works. So. Unbelievable. Oh, wow. Unbelievable, unbelievable. Okay, now as we end off, I just have to say as, as uh, Avram David over here is sitting in front of me, Avi sitting here, Mamish writing like, 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 you know, uh, sitting here, Mamish. Senior absorbing, absorbing, absorbing. That's where success success comes. I mean, I happen to have noticed and uh, exposed, you know, what you're doing. But I'm saying that's not why you're doing it. And and you're just in your zone. When you're in your zone, doing your thing and doing you and uh, absorbing and writing, that's that in itself is already success. You don't have to wait for anything else. That is. That is doing it. Shem should help each and every one of us. We should be zocha to to uh, to work on ourselves, to grow, to understand ourselves, to 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 be to be more tuned in to what we have to do, to be more tuned into our goals. And of course, like we always say, don't let your past don't let your past haunt you. Don't let your past pull you back. Create, as Reb Simcha Rabba said. Uh, a few years ago, I think already, or last year, it wasn't last year, it was two years ago, right? Create a great day. Don't have a good day. Create the day that you want to have, and uh, Hashem will help each and every one of us. So remember that today is the first day of the rest of your life. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Shkoda. Uh,